Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I am so happy you are here, and I am so excited that you have tuned in to this specific episode. So you have heard me, if you've listened to any of the most recent episodes, you've likely heard me talk about my life-changing, trajectory-changing experience at the Conscious Lead Her Retreat. And that retreat was led by a very dear friend of mine, Kelly Brock. And that is who I'm chatting with in this episode. What's so cool about this and, and, and Kelly in general, I mean, gosh, don't even get me started on all the cool things about Kelly, but we kind of grew up together. Like I've known her for now 10 years, an entire decade. And in knowing her, we've grown families. We've I, I got married, you know, she was already married. She's been married to her high school sweetheart for like a hundred years, but you know, I got married. We both were growing families and, and we both had businesses, successful businesses. Hers was before mine, but we both had like our first successful business. And then we both kind of had to make a very, very tough decision to pivot into something that was more aligned. Um, with what we actually wanted to create. And it required big levels of faith and big leaps and bold, at the time, scary decisions. And, you know, to see Kelly where she is now, and especially witnessing her at this retreat, I follow her really closely online. And I was mind blown. I mean, she was she was floating. She was levitating. She was, I I haven't seen somebody live in their purpose. So I don't know, beautifully, holy. I, I don't know how to, how to really put it into words, but I witnessed Kelly as her highest, most aligned person, you know, know, the, the most aligned version of herself, the highest version of herself. And I could tell like that in the, in the retreat and what she imparted on us as guests of that retreat, it was, it was meant to be, it was meant to happen. So I knew immediately, okay, I've got to get her back on the podcast because I got to witness that in person. I got to experience that in person, but obviously so many of you couldn't be there with me. And of course, like, I'm like, how, how can I, how can I bring this to you? What, what can I do? And I've talked about it and I've shared my side and Kelly's been on the podcast two times now. And I just had to bring her back again because it's one thing hearing it from me and it's a whole different ball game hearing it from Kelly. So we talk about so many things in here from one, how she went from a guest at a retreat to a host of her very first retreat, 
but not just any retreat, a retreat on a private island. We talk about like, how did that happen? We talk about her big career shift. And, and what that looked like, because so many of you I know are in a season where you're facing or you're feeling the same feelings that I've felt before that Kelly has had to navigate. So we talk all about that, how she went from her first wildly successful career. And when I say wildly successful, I mean like billboard on Times Square successful to leaving that cold turkey, no clients, like done. To, to building now the movement that she has. We talk about her husband, Josh, and she shares so ca- candidly about how for a bit they were on different pages and in different paths in a way and and how she was able to get them on the same page that ultimately led him to quitting his job and shifting to a full-time volunteer with groups like Aerial Recovery, which is... I mean, his transformation is so incredible. So I'm excited for you to hear about that. And then a, a lot of this, most of this is is really applicable, actionable steps on how we, how you and I can tap into the highest versions of ourselves every single day and shift into what Kelly refers to as her, who she is. You know, we all have her inside of us. And we can access her. It's just realizing that she's there and setting ourselves up for success to to show up as her. So we go very deep into that. So let me tell you just a little bit more about Kelly, and then we will get to it. On the surface, Kelly had it all together. She had been running a successful network marketing business for more than a decade and was highly respected in the field. But on the inside she was struggling. She had become so addicted to achievement that she was neglecting her relationships and her health. And that's when her body forced her to stop. Kelly got so caught up in her big goals and dreams, thinking that the freedom she wanted in her entrepreneur life was on the other side of one more. And I know you can probably relate to this, right? One more launch, one more month end push, one more promotion, one more client call, one more late night, one more burst of massive action and then she can have the income and then she can have the space to, to breathe and finally be, but it was never enough. Kelly told herself she was making short-term sacrifices for long-term gain, but her short-term sacrifice was becoming who she was. She was burned out, exhausted and making herself sick. That was when Kelly made it her mission to find a way for female business leaders to be profitable and not have to come at the expense of their peace or purpose. Kelly started looking around to see who was doing it right and how she could model what they were doing. She decided to give herself over completely to finding the solution for herself and anyone who would follow. And what happened next was nothing short of a miracle. Kelly walked away from her 10-year career without a safety net, or a client insight and started leading anyone who would follow her in this new way of being when it comes to building your whole human business. By six months, she had a six-figure business. And by the end of the first year, she had already tripled that revenue. But more importantly, what had worked for her was working for others too. Creator of the Peaceful Performer movement, Kelly knows that building a whole human business can give you more peace, purpose, and profit 
than you could ever dreamed. And she is on a mission to impact as many women as possible. So if that doesn't fire you up, I don't know what will. Without further ado, enjoy my chat with Kelly. All right, Six Figure Fam, we're here again with the one and only my dear, dear friend of over 10 years, which is freaking insane. We look good. Kelly Brock. (laughs) We've aged well. Thank God. I mean, I think so. I know. It's wild. It, It was funny. I was listening to your other episode and I was like, this is the third time. And I was like, wow, everyone just needs to go back and binge the other episodes Agreed. because you hear two totally different versions of me. Like that's what it looks like to evolve. Like, oh, here I was in this moment. And then I changed and here I was. And now here I am again. It's like, there was the journey. <laughs> I actually thought about going back and re-listening, but I have this thing where I don't like listening to myself <laughs> and especially old episodes. So I was like, maybe not, but yeah. Oh man. I mean, because the okay, the last time we had you on, that was maybe about a year ago. That yeah. wasn't too too long ago, but the time before that is at least two or three years ago. It was it was two years ago. It was right when I walked away from network marketing and was starting my own thing. And I was again going rogue. Apparently, that's what I do. And I was yeah. just like, I'm following the call of my life, and this is what I want to talk about, and this is what women need to know about anxiety and uh, about achieving with these symptoms in their life. And it's funny, I still get women who reach out to me because of that episode. Wow. Uh, Weekly. I'm not surprised. It it still stands on its own. It was just, so it's where I was then. And, Mm -hmm. and it's so cool to see how, what you went through serves your purpose even now, because that had to happen. Those things had to happen so that I am where I am now in the elevation of my leadership. So it's been really cool to even look back. It's been fascinating to watch and so fun to watch. And especially for how far we go back, I think for both of us, it's just so crazy. So short, long, long, long story short, Kelly and I met 10 years ago. We have a mutual friend that we both love so much, Maria Murphy. And who is like such a talented interior designer, but prior to that, prior to all of this, we were all in college. Mm -hmm. And I remember, I mean, I'm sure many of you can remember what college was like and how most people like, you just need money. You need to make money like now. And Maria hitting me and a couple of girlfriends up like, Hey, I have a business opportunity. You need to come meet my friend, Kelly. We're from the same town. She's (laughs) amazing. And she's going to teach us how to make extra money. So I was like, I don't even care. Like short of selling my soul, I'm down. (laughs) So I'm in, I'm in say no more fam. So I show up at Maria's apartment and here comes Kelly Brock. And you were, I mean, you were elevated then because we're just like these poor, broken, (laughs) lost college women. And and then in walks Kelly Brock, married, successful business, our age. And I'm like, who is this? Like, how, how did she do this? So I always joke because I work with a lot of network marketers to this day, and I'm not in network marketing, but I do say I was in network marketing for five whole minutes, five minutes because, because of Kelly Brock. And she was the I, only person. I, 
I need everyone who's listening to think something about me. I'm a very big deal because if anyone <laughs> to Allie, I got her for five minutes after all the five. time. But it's so funny because obviously I listen to you. You're one of my dear friends and you're, everyone also needs to know she was the very first coach I hired. It's so cool. Out of all the investments that I have now made, my first yes was to her. And it was not because I knew her. It's because she was in her brilliance. And I was like, yes. And I saw her taking a risk on herself and saying, I've been teaching this, doing this for other people. I want to lead other women in this. And I was like, yeah, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Teach me. Mm-hmm. So I've been building a network marketing business. Um, you know, by the time I walked away, it was 10 years. But I'm sharing this with you all because just like you look up to Ali, so do I. She's brilliant. She is in her power. She is one of the most authentic, no BS, so fun. She taught me how to be authentic online. I was authentic in my real life. I didn't know how to bring that voice online. And watching Ali start to do these things in her stories, I'm like, what's she doing? And yet I couldn't stop watching. So for everyone who's listening, you know, it's such a big honor to me that, that the leadership between us is mutual. I'll follow so you, you follow me, you be amazing. I'll be amazing. Let's yeah. do it together. And yeah. it's just always organic. So it's just kind of cool to see our journey, how it's unfolded. It's just been awesome. It's been, yeah. And that's one of the things I was going to say too, you, we've supported each other in business, not because we're friends, but because at different times in each other's businesses, it was the best. Yes. Like when you put out conscious leader retreat, it was the fastest full body hell. Yes. That I've had in so long. Like I have to be there. I'm dying to learn from you. Like, cause you have just the past however long since you made that shift, you have transformed, you've transcended Mm -hmm. into this whole new being, which we're going to talk about. And, and that's what we're going to talk about today and and how you can do the same, which I'm really excited about. So it's just been, it's so incredible to watch. So tell us, we kind of talked a little bit about how you got here but you're now where you've shifted from network marketing to now you, you are the creator and founder of this whole business brand movement. And one of the things that you say, you know, like if somebody were to look you up on Instagram, which of course we're going to link all the things you say that you help women build a whole human business. What does that mean? You know, I didn't even have great language for it in the beginning. But what I know is that when we are our authentic selves, it just works out for us. We can watch magnification, magical things happen to us, for us. We're like, I don't know where these people came from. I don't know how these sales happen. I don't know how this was supported when we are our most authentic and human selves. Mm. And I think a lot of times women especially are looking for an answer outside of themselves, even in a coach or a mentor, they're like, girl, just tell me the blueprint. Tell me how to do it. And that was me. I was like, tell me how to be successful. Oh, here's the career path. This is what I need to do. These are the numbers. This is how we act, speak, dress, do whatever. I'll do it. I did it to my own detriment where I lost sight of even who I was. And so I started to manifest actually anxiety and depression in my life. I had such a physical 
um, you know, repercussions of losing myself, I couldn't escape it. I had to, I got so sick. I had to finally go, how did this happen? And what it led me to see was I had lost myself in these tiny imperceivable shifts along the way. And it was the way I started to find myself again. And when I walked away from my business in network marketing and said, I'm creating my own thing, I said, I only want to create something that helps women do it by their own design. I don't want to be their guru. I want to be their guide. I don't want to be the person they need in order to lead their lives. I want to teach them how to lead themselves. And so from designing your vision for your life to how you market your offers to the strategies you even apply, it has to be filtered through the human you. There are some people who are like, reels, I'm meant for them. I was meant to dance on camera. Mm-hmm. And then there are other people who are losing their souls trying to apply a strategy that is not meant for them. Ooh, and say that are, again. Say that they again. They are losing their souls applying a strategy that is not meant for them. Let me give you an example. We just had this retreat. Almost everyone who has come back from this retreat, their first post is like, I'm sorry, I hardly have words. I hardly have words. And everyone's like, someone find words because I don't know what happened there and I'm waiting to find out. But it's because Kelly Brock was in her power. I am an energetic presence. When you are with me, near me, hearing my voice right now, it's my superpower. So I should design my business around that. And then there are other people who go, I was meant to entertain. I'm meant to create in the background. I actually need to hermit up for about 90% of the time and then drop this thing, sell it, only work 10 days a month. And that's, that's it. What so many women are missing is figuring out, taking the time to say, who's the human me? And how do I design my life and my business? And I have now watched hundreds of women go through my program, go through my business courses, my, you know, conscious leader programs, and they are going, I am the author of my own life Mm. and the alignment and the magic and the fulfillment that they have. And also, by the way, financial success, it's just unmatched. And so that's where whole human came from. It's not just about the strategies and it's also not just about the vision. It is this collective piece and it energizes me to create the thing I wish I had. I'm always creating the things I wish I could be a part of and that I wish I had along the way. I think that's, I know that that's why I love following you so much and why I'm so aligned to your message and why you're probably aligned to mine because we agree in that way so much because I've also experienced that with myself. I, we, when I came up growing this business, I thought there was one way to grow it. Mm-hmm. I thought you had to launch one way. You had to put out a certain amount of offers. You had to sell one way and it all, it felt exactly how you said it just totally soul sucking and you have to hustle and you have to sacrifice time with your babies and your family and all these things. And when I came around to understand that that's not, that that's a path, that's, that's a road that you can take, but there are multiple roads that you can take. And it's taking the time and getting around other people 
who are already embodying that, who are already doing that. So you can see, oh, that's possible. That's an option. I can go down that path too. And when I realized that, I was like, wow, thank you, God, (laughs) because it's brought so much peace into my life. And, and that's, that makes so much sense how you do that too. And it's cool because what women have to understand is your purpose is something that's evolving. It's not something that you arrive to. Mm. So today, this is the version of us that we are. And so let us be sensitive to what we need to be right now in this moment. I've never been this version of me before. You've never been this version. So let me be aware and sensitive to that and find my next best steps. That's why a vision is so important because we've got to be in rooms around people who are not like us so that I can witness, so that you can witness and go, wow, I didn't know that was possible. Do I want that for me too? And I always say, I try it on for size. Let me try it on and see if it fits. Yeah. You have to. You have to. Do I want a podcast? Do I want my hair like I saw Allie cut it? Do I want this? You you ask. Mm -hmm. And what's so amazing is we actually know our own answers. We just have tuned out the power of our own voice, but we know what fits. Mm -hmm. We know what feels right, but it's okay to find inspiration from other people. It's actually very empowering. Um, One of the things I say often is, you know, we often lack vision because we first lack sight. There, you are meeting a version of myself I didn't even know how to dream two years ago. Mm-hmm. If you had told me, Kel, listen, okay, you're going to have $2,000 in your bank account when you walk away from everything. And in two years time, you're going to be running a freaking private island and you're going to bring 21 of the most amazing women. And they're going to be speechless when they leave because they are so shifted because of what you created. I would have been like, I probably would have been scared. Like, <laughs> like, you're high. <laughs> but I, I got in these rooms and these places and these spaces and I let them shift me. I let them invite the expansion of me to evolve, um, to open up. And it's so true because you can't find that soul recognition until you get in those rooms and you go, oh my gosh, I'm leaning in. I have to go there. Yes. I see it. I have the sight now. Yes. And and the way that I talked about it in the, in the podcast where I gave kind of like my rundown of the retreat was like, we're all given this flashlight Mm -hmm. and the flashlight is only as wide as the people that you were born around the people that you grow up with. And yeah, that's like, that's the, your, your vision that you were born with and the, you know, the capability of your sight. And the more that you get around other people that expand you, that light becomes brighter. You illuminate more space. You can see more of what's possible. And so that's what I think of when you say that. And it's been so true. I mean, I walked away from the island with such a bigger vision and I already thought I had a big vision. And that's one of the things that I got emotional about while I was there. I was like, I man, I thought I kind of had it figured out. I didn't No, I never think I have it figured out. <laughs> That's a lot, but you know, I, I think I thought I had a big vision and then you get there and you, you see Kelly in her power doing what she's doing. You meet Brittany who's done what she's done. My gosh. And it's like, Whoa, 
I haven't even scratched the surface of what I am capable of, not just what, what I could do, but what I am, I truly believe I'm capable of. So thank you so much for, for making that possible. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the retreat in a second. Cause I, I know so many people are wondering like, how did this come about? Oh God, how does one rent a private Island? We'll, we'll get there. But yeah, one of my favorite things that you said at this retreat was the same way we lose ourselves is the same way that we come home to ourselves again. And it's those tiny imperceivable shifts. And you mentioned one of my favorite things that you talked about was the process of becoming quote her, Mm -hmm. AKA a conscious leader. Yeah. Go off give it to us. What is all, what does that mean? Who is she? How do Everyone we become down? Yeah, everybody get people. ready. Go, go ahead. Up. Sit down. Bring a cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I could talk about this all day because, you know, it's interesting because I think anyone who's probably listening to this podcast at some point has had a vision board, has had a goal, has written down a dream. And it's like, why, why is that not enough? I said, I wanted to do it. Why can't I become her? And we end up thinking there's some flaw in us. So the first thing that I want to empower you in is that every single person is a product of how they've grown up. The, the literal place that you were brought up, the family, the belief systems, the communities, the religions, the environmental, you know, conversations, whatever it was, you're a product of that. So here's the good news. It's not your fault that you believe have some things blocking you, but it is your responsibility to change. And so if you're finding yourself going, well, I wish I could change, but that's called victim mentality. Mm. And you have to get over that. You have to be willing to say, yeah, this is what happened to me and I need to move on. We all have this emotional, me- emotionally memorized version of ourselves. So I would always say, I want to live this life. I want to have this incredible marriage. I want to have this amazing business. And yet I wouldn't follow through. I'd be shouting at my kids. I'd be annoyed with my husband. I'd be like, dang it. Why do I do it again? Why do I keep showing up as this version of myself? That's not me. It's a pattern. Mm. So I was like, how the freak am I going to break this pattern? And so I started this process and I would actually love to give it to your listeners at the end of this, but I wrote down one day, if I was to show up whole and complete, lacking in nothing, living my best life, I am the best version of myself. I was like, what would it look like? And I closed my eyes and I centered into my heart and I just started to write down what I witnessed about her. And I want to let everyone know the way that you witness her when you close your eyes and I call it tapping in, you go inward. You may see things visually. You may just automatically know things. You may feel things about her and you just start to brain dump. So all of a sudden I I tapped in. I was like, oh my gosh, she's successful. She's speaking on a stage. I can't see anyone in the audience, but I know it's women. She is, I I witnessed that she was super fit. 
I felt that her husband and her children were nearby. I witnessed how she walked through her day. I started to think about her finances. I went into all these different departments of her life and I started to say, what do I see? What do I feel? What do I hear? What do I know? So I started to get this vision of who the best version of myself would be. I was like, okay, well, there's that version of her. I witnessed her, I experienced her. And then I started to go, okay, which, what could I affirm every single day that has me showing up as her? So I started writing these 10 little statements. I'm an intentional and exceptional wife. I'm an intentional and exceptional mother. I, I remember this in the beginning, I wrote down, I'm a business owner or I, I'm a business leader who creates tools, products, um, education and empowerment for women that actually, I wrote in big capital, actually changes their lives. Mm. I wrote that down. That was years ago, four years ago. And at the time I was just selling beauty products and signing people up for my team. I didn't have this, but I realized the best version of me, man, she, she's creating things that change people's lives. So I would write these 10 little affirmation statements. And here is where her shifts. You've probably even heard what I just told you before. Yeah. Oh, okay. Vision of my future and some affirmations. The part that you go, that makes it matter the most is when you emotionally experience her. Mm -hmm. So I put my hand back on my heart and I would go, she's an intentional and exceptional mother. And now I feel what that would feel like. All of a sudden, these visions, I know for you, like visions of Cruz and how you would engage with him and how much he loves you. And you all of a sudden see yourself playing and you're like, oh, wow. Okay. Allie's not rushed when she's being an intentional. Oh, she's not even shouting. Her business is running somehow because she's totally present with him. All of a sudden you witnessed so much about what that intentional, exceptional mother was doing, feeling, seeing, and you feel the expansive gratitude of that version of yourself. The emotion is where we really tap into her. I just emotionally experienced her and I already felt like I was her. I already felt like I had arrived as her. And then I open my eyes and I go, and how will I show up as her today? Three pieces. We go to the vision, we intend it, we emotionally experience and then we have to show up as her today. And from that energy, I'm already like, well, dang, she's already speaking on stages. So she's not really nervous about an IG live, mm. right? Like she's just all yes. of a sudden nervous, right? Oh, well, I saw her as someone who owns multiple companies and has all these products. So she's not nervous about starting a podcast. Oh, I witnessed her. Her body is super fit. So I guess she's not picking up Chick-fil-A on the way home. That's how you change your life. All of a sudden, I just emotionally felt the abs that I didn't have. And you know, I'm like, mm, she's fit. Like she, she doesn't <laughs> sacrifice her health. She has boundaries. Like all of a sudden, you just met her. You felt her. You are her. And so from that place, you make choices. And so I will literally sit with my calendar. I, I can do this now in moments. Before, this took me like 20, 30 minutes in the morning to, to do this. But now I That's can emotionally... helpful. I, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that because I know 
I know there, I mean, I've experienced this where I go to make a change and do something. And I'm like, why is this so hard? Mm. This is so hard. It, it, why yeah. am I, is this not meant to be? I feel yeah. like it could be easier. So what you're saying in the beginning, because you're shifting an old habit, yes. it's going to take some more time, but over time, it just slowly becomes habitual in who you are. 100%. So think about all the things um, that are unconscious to you right now. They are just patterns. Mm. So the same way you want something to go unconscious and be your being, it becomes a pattern. You repeat it again. And so in the beginning, it's annoying. It feels a little uphill. It feels like energy, but all of a sudden the energy creates something that doesn't cost you energy anymore. And so I, without even thinking, wake up, get a beautiful cup of coffee, sit in my prayer chair and do my stuff. And I can tap into my vision in moments. Now, when before it was like, I needed the candle and the blanket and the coffee, and I had to like have the music playing and I needed the special pen and the paper. I had to do all the things to get in the zone. So do whatever it takes. Um, But yeah, I had to set aside time in the beginning, but you have to take, you have to then make choices from the energy of her. And it is not the energy of you wanting to be her. It's the energy of you just, you felt her, you are her. You're in the emotional experience of that woman who isn't waiting to be anything anymore. She is, she is, right? And it, gosh, it sounds so simple. It feels not enough. Yeah, but I, I can't tell you how many times I've said that this week. Really? How many times I've been coaching and, and I get asked something and I'm like, what I'm about to tell you, it's going to sound too simple. Yeah. But when I tell you, this is the way, and I, I really am starting to understand that it is the most simple decisions and shifts that have, and, and this is tiny, imperceivable shifts. Yeah. We think when we want this big thing that it requires big moves. And in some cases it will it will take moves and decisions that feel very big for you, but how you create a whole life, a whole, whatever it is that you're wanting, it's these tiny decisions. So sorry to cut you off. No, that's it. It's too simple. That's the point Mm -hmm. though, because we think changing our lives happens in this big gesture and it doesn't. I am in a miracle in my marriage right now. A miracle. For example, when it comes to my husband, I'm in a complete miracle in my life compared to where we used to be. And it started with a freaking frying pan. It started with me. He would leave this frying pan in the sink every single morning. And I would just be like, why does he hate me? Why doesn't he love me? Like, why can't he just put this pan away? And I would be waiting all day for him to come home to remind him the pan is still soaking in the freaking sink. Like I was so unnerved by that. And this man who I love, who I would pick over every other person in the world, I, I was in this emotional pattern with him of being annoyed. Yet I wanted to have an exceptional power couple kind of relationship. Doesn't match up. So in the morning I would affirm I'm an intentional, exceptional wife. And I'm like, okay, I'm feeling that. And I see us in my mind's eye with this incredible, supportive, loving relationship. And then I'm like, oh shit, she cleans the pan for him. Like, dang, damn I it. it. I know. I'm like, she's so patient and kind. why? <laughs> Wonderful. 
I didn't want to lose the battle. But she goes, are you serious? You're worrying about a pan, Kelly? You all have so much bigger things to do together. The pan has, is literally distracting you. So it was these tiny imperceivable shifts that no one else knows about. I know about all these little moments where we were about to pattern into the way we argue, the way we fight. I remember when I started going, okay, Kelly, stay conscious, be the version of yourself you want to be. And he's ready to do the dance we do in a fight. And I would be like, I need a minute. And he's like, for what? I'm like, I need to go outside and breathe. And he's like, where are you going? But I was like, I've got to get conscious to get away and go, how would she show up? So I had to start escaping. And that's actually where conscious leader even came from because the way I got my life back was these moments of consciousness. I had to consciously come back into my vision, consciously go, no, 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 no. Don't pick that pattern anymore. Let's become aware of these patterns. Oh, we see it. There you are doing what you do. Is that what you want? Nope. That's not what you want. So I had to consciously go, I love you. I'm sorry. Hands no big deal. Hey, here's what's happening. Here's what I'm actually feeling and shifting the dynamic. It How is- was he in that moment? Oh. Was he just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> he was just like, oh, who do you think you are? Oh, 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 you're calm now. Like even, you know, you're the calm one now. Like, you know, we, we be crazy together. We love each other. Um, it's so funny. We've been together y'all since we were 14 and 15. So we long. Freaking obsessed with each other. So we would fight just as passionately. It was amazing. But I had this vision of the life that I wanted. And we were together. We were not separate. He was in his greatness. I'm in my greatness. And I just was like, I don't know how that happens, but I had to stop waiting for him to change. I had to stop waiting for him to go first. I had to stop waiting for my company to support me. I had to stop waiting for everyone to believe in me. I had to stop waiting. I, I had to learn to lead myself. And that started with these tiny little moments in my parenting. It started when I would witness myself shouting and be like, instead of shaming myself and going, well, there you go again, Kel. Good job. You're still the yelling mom. I would go, okay. And I'd squat down to my kids and go, I'm so sorry. I shouted. That was not about you. That was about something mommy was feeling inside of me. Will you forgive me? Rather than doing my old pattern, which is exploding even more. And then later feeling like a piece of crap. I, that, that was a moment. That was a moment. I started being the version of myself. Cause wait, what does she do? Oh, she's so forgiving of herself. She witnesses to her kids in front of them what it looks like to be a human in process. Mm. Like, so this all comes back to this vision because our vision also, for anyone who's listening, it is not a drive-by experience. I didn't do that one time. I didn't go meet her, feel her, see her, know her. I had just, I'm just getting to know her. I've never been her before. And so I made this commitment to myself to say, I want to experience her. And I would, that's what I did every single morning. What else do I see here? What else do I know here? What else is coming through? I actually started asking, um, this happened this last year, but it could serve someone now. I would put my hand on my heart 
And I would just close my eyes and I would say, God, whoever it is, God, source, spirit, universe, whoever you speak to, reveal to me what's available for me to understand about my highest purpose at this moment in time. And all of a sudden, new things would download, new things would drop in my spirit. And often these little things that drop in, friends, they feel like your own thoughts. You're just like, well, that was just a random thought. For example, a random thought when I did my vision three days ago, four days ago, you guys, I was like, I think I need to be on Allie's podcast again. I got on a coaching call, got off of that coaching call and had a text from Allie. I think you need to come back on the podcast. How freaking crazy. I was tapping into the truth of what I already knew. It's inside of us. That vision is something we have to continue to revisit. And the more you're in that energy, the more unshakable your belief is in it. Right, Ali, you you journaled and brought things out of you on that flight home that I can't tell you about you. Mm-hmm. But the minute you meet it, you're just like, yeah, that that's it. That's the truth. And I can, it's unshakable knowingness about ourselves. It's wild. It was already in there. I'm not your guru. I was the guide that helped facilitate your intuitive knowing. And once you bring it out of you, it's just like, thank you, done. Now I know, and I'm going to go step in to the actions, the energy that it takes to be her. But it always starts with vision and vision is not the superficial thing. It is an unfolding, a meeting of your authentic self over and over again. And it's not Mm -hmm. something you will stop doing. It's only something you dive into even more expansively. So good. And I love, I remember during the retreat, you mentioned too, that you would have radical self reflection and, and I don't know, do you still do this where you like at night you would, you would be how did I do? Yeah. Did I, did I meet her? Did I show up as her? How can I show up tomorrow better? So like the whole point, and I want you to talk about that, but my point in saying this is like, this is a process Mm -hmm. and it is so worth it. And often, like I know for me, just speaking from experience, when I do things like journaling, especially in the beginning, I believe in it so much now. And I believe in this so much, but in the beginning, it felt like I was walking through mud. It felt like nothing is changing. I'm wasting my time. I'd rather be scrolling on my phone. I'd rather just go off on Chris. Like it feels so much better to do that. (laughs) Why am I, why am I trying to change when I feel unchangeable? But when you, so your point is, is if, if you just stick with it and and what's more worth it, honestly, what is more worth it? This is your one life. This is your one shot. Who do you want to be? Who do you want to become? Start being her now. And let me give you some great hope. First, I want to say, what are you in a rush for? To get where? Faster than who? To do what? You're the one who's living your own life, resting your head on the pillow at night, not loving yourself, not loving your process, not loving whatever. Like you're actually the one experiencing your human experience. And so it's just like, slow down. Mm -hmm. You are the point. 
your day, your time spent, your experience is the point. So I, listen, I'm my first program, my friends was called anxious achiever. I, I created it because I'm a recovering achiever. Mm-hmm. So I'm always in a rush. There's always somewhere else to be. And so I speak that out of wisdom and love of saying there's nowhere else to be, but here. And so witnessing that the second thing I want to share that Ali just mentioned was I was lifting my eyes for the first time in my life when I started this process. So there was so much I could not see about myself and we actually cannot change what we don't have awareness to. So it mattered that I not only envisioned her in the morning, energetically experienced her, acted from that place, but I needed to reflect where I did it well and where I fell out of it. So at night, again, annoyed, exhausted, mom of toddlers at the time when I started this, I didn't feel like journaling a book in the evening, but I knew that there were things I needed to witness about myself. So at night, I would very quickly just write down, where did I lean in today? Where did I light up? Because I also had no idea what the call was on my life anymore. At that point, I was just like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. So I started to notice, where did I just have joy or energy or excitement today? By the way, Allie is in one of my journals because she was my coach. And I was like, I could see myself on Zoom leading people in classes. I could see myself teaching. So I wrote down that I was lit up watching Allie. Mm. And I was not doing that at that time. So, so cool. One of, yeah, that's one of the little things I was like, literally saw her do it tried it on for size in my mind and went, yeah, I could do that. So that's one thing. The second thing I would reflect on and how did I show up as her? One of the things, oh gosh, write this down. Our identity, our identity is who we are repeatedly being. So I needed evidence that I was repeatedly being a new person to even believe it about myself. So every night I would write down like, how did you show up as her? Like, you did so good. You walked out of the room in that fight, or you were super brave in saying this thing online, or you were more authentic in this way, or you followed through with your workout. You didn't quit like you normally do. Whatever it was, I witnessed her. I, I celebrated her. I got back into the emotional energy of like, you're doing it. So not only did I emotionally experience her in the morning, now I'm emotionally experiencing her at night. For any of my brain scientific woo friends, there are these special brain waves that happen in the morning and the evening as you're coming out of rest, as you're going into it. It's a really incredible time to get into your subconscious brain. I didn't even know that then. I was just like, I'm trying to build a habit here, but it worked in my favor. So right before I went to bed, I was already celebrating the fact that like, I did it. I'm her. It was ingraining even quicker. And then the third question I would journal at night was, and where did I go unconscious? Where did I fall from grace? And I'd go, you didn't do this thing. Tomorrow we'll do this better. You didn't food prep. It was like tiny little things, but I would witness where was I missing it? Where did I lose myself? Because I can't go get the moments. I can't go win those next moments if I don't see where I lost them before. We change our lives by winning the moments that we're in. 
And you can't win the moments you're in unless you have your eyes up. I actually had a client of mine, she got it tattooed yesterday, a big peace sign on her wrist and it says eyes up because I'm always saying eyes up, eyes up. You have to see yourself before you can change yourself. So that process had me in this annoyingly slow process of getting conscious to what I wanted, to what I don't want, to how to change. But my good news for anyone who will be starting this process is it speeds up. Mm -hmm. It speeds up. So much so that in my first year of business, I did what we did our first year in business in the next six months, like in a six month period. Then what we did in six months from them, I did in 60 days or something in our business speeds up, speeds up. I went from going to a private island to the, for the first time in September of 2021 to renting it 90 days later to having it completely booked and sold out three months after that. Like who does that? That's what gets to happen. It's everything speeds up because not only am I repping this version of myself out, you become magnetic when you are authentic. I didn't know who I was before. So of course I couldn't magnify results consistently. I didn't even know myself, but the sooner you, the more you step in and are authentically you, I want to reflect. Allie came to my room one night Mm -hmm. and she was like, how many times did you practice? I did. I did. Cause I, I, this is something I'm speaking on a stage in, in two months and y'all, she blew, it was the first time I've ever seen Kelly speak in person and I'm watching her. And I mean, and you hear her speaking today and like all of these little Kellyisms and these quotes that just flow out of you. Like I have to have it written down. Okay. I, I don't know. Something's wrong with my memory, but she's just in her flow in her element. And I'm thinking like, okay, one, thank you. This is incredible. And two, how do I do this in two months? And I did, I went up to her room and I was like, Hey, how long did you practice? Tell me your, your method. And she said, what you said, this is the first time I have said this. And she was like, what? (laughs) I said, this is literally the first time I am running through this I said, you know, I, I threw some slides together. I said, but I have emotionally, mentally, physically, all of it been envisioning this every single day for the last five months. I said, I'm just showing up to a moment that I've been in a million times before. Wow. That was it. And, and I actually feel super emotional saying that because every single morning I would put my hand on my heart and go, I don't freaking have it. Like I'm not, I've never owned an island. I've never rented an island before. I've never even held an in-person retreat before. Yet everything about me had this, yes, you're supposed to. And I said, well, okay, if I'm supposed to, there's some maturing I have to do to be the woman who shows up in that moment of the physical of it happening. So every morning I would just sit in and go, Reveal to me what I need to understand about what this conscious leader experiences for my highest good and for theirs. I already was 
in the energy of thinking about these women who have said yes, who had not yet said yes. Mm. So I would every, just brain dump the things that would come through. I'm like, well, we have to talk about authenticity. And well, how did I change my life? It was winning the moments. Okay. It was these things. So every day it was just this more gibberish that showed up on my, you know, notebook. If anybody sees the video, like I, I keep this thing with me because it's, it's where my unfolding has happened. It, but it happened every single day. And so I emotionally already envisioned the thank yous from you all. I, was, I, I had already envisioned. It's cool because I didn't know necessarily what I taught or how it came across, but I, I knew the wisdom of the things that had gotten dropped and I felt the emotional I had everyone saying they were speechless. So I'm actually now not surprised everyone's speechless. Like I literally, one day I remember envisioning that, that people were just saying, I don't even have words. That was the most transformational thing I've ever been a part of. Thank you. And I experienced the gratitude of getting to be the conduit for whatever was supposed to come through to you. It came through me that all I had to do was get you all to trust me because I'm not, again, I'm not interested in being anyone's guru. I'm really interested in teaching women the things that have worked for me so that they can be empowered in their own lives Mm -hmm. so that they can trust their own intuition. So that next time when they feel the leaning in, They've got some evidence to go, I can trust myself. I'm not going to blow it like that one time that keeps being the weight that's holding me down. I can trust this investment, this course, this program, this person, this authentic truth. I need to speak to my spouse. Those are the little moments that have been directing us that we don't trust ourselves in. And so I share all of that to even just go back to even the big gestures, this huge moment. Of, of renting a private island and honestly creating one of the most epic things I've ever been a part of in my life. I'm like, I did that. Oh my God. How incredible. It, I already thought about how everyone was going to leave and how transformed they were going to be. And that I got to be a part of it. I was covered in emotion every single day going, I want to get to be the person who creates that and is a part of it. And that's why your vision is so important. The actions became no brainers. They became easy. They became guided because I'd already sat in that vision so many times. So powerful. Yeah. So powerful. And we trusted you. And I know that what you taught was resonated so deeply and was so transformative because you are a walking embodiment of what you teach. Yeah. Yeah. The authenticity. We see that. We saw yeah. you showing up every single day in your prayer chair, yeah. talking about, you know, in, envisioning what was going to happen and what you were experiencing, the good, the bad, all the things in between. It wasn't, it wasn't always perfect. Right. And we saw that. And I think that I know, I know that's why it was so powerful because once we got to that moment, you had visualized it so many times, but also you did the work. You said you had some maturing to do before you got there and you did that. 
Yeah. Instead of just saying, oh, I have this island now. I need to sell these spots and, you know, and I'll figure it out as I go and I'll practice the speech. And you, you didn't even have to, because that's just who you were. You were just speaking what you know. And that was, it was one of my favorite takeaways because, and, and I see this so many times. I'm, I I kid you, I'm about to do a podcast on this about how like we get, we, when you set this vision, I truly believe this. When you set a vision for yourself and you set a standard for who you want to become God, the universe source, it's going to be like, okay, let's go. And what that looks like are challenges, hard moments to work through, to show up as her, right? We think it's just like, oh, you show up and you get a workout in. Yeah. And you visualize and you do these like little fun, light things. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm going to put you in a position with your husband where usually you would show up as an old version. Yeah. And I think it's really easy to in that moment, forget, oh, this is for me. This yeah. is my opportunity to rise to the yeah. occasion, to this new standard that, that I want to set for myself. And you did that so beautifully. And that happened. It's funny in our group chat, I was like, I don't know what you guys are needing at this retreat, but I'm getting challenged epically right now to prepare to hold space for you all. I I said that as a joke, but the truth was exactly that. You, okay, you've now defined this version and now you get to become her. Mm. How do you become her? You get opportunities to develop to see this pattern, to choose a different way. Okay, good. The lessons that we have to learn, they are inevitable. It's how fast do you want to move through a lesson? Yes. Because you're going to get the same thing over and over again. Oh my gosh. I've gotten lessons over and over. I'm like, why does that thing keep happening to me? Oh, interesting. Uh I'm not, I'm not acting in in agreement. Mm -hmm. So we cause so much of our own suffering because we're not willing again to learn the lesson to get conscious enough to make the changes and that's why these practices you guys it's not a surprise that so many of the habits of people who are world changers billionaires creating all these things they have these morning and nighttime routines that almost feel cliche like okay so that's what they do they dip in ice and they write these visions and they whatever why are things cliche it's because they stand the test of time. They've been around so long that they stand the test of time and mentally rehearsing, emotionally experiencing your vision and then acting in agreement. It's just a part of it. And yeah, you get these challenges. They are not happening to you. They're happening for you. I always look at adversity as opportunity now. Wow. That is not easy to do. Let's talk about what happened right before this. Y'all, I was on my floor, on a pillow, literally doing one of my, I call it energy exchange uh, strategies because I'm sensing intuitively that I'm supposed to shift some things in my business, especially going into summer. And that has me swirling as a business owner going, okay, but how? How are we gonna gonna make money? How are we gonna pay the bills? How are we gonna do all the things? Yet I know I'm feeling something. So before I came even into this moment, this is a gift that I get to speak to the women on the other end of this AirPod, this screen, this whatever. I, I will miss my opportunity if I come in emotionally dragging because of 
the swirling that's happening in my business. So what did I do? I, I let it go. I felt what I needed to feel. I was honest about what was happening. I released it back up. I stepped into my vision of this moment. And here I am. It was not something that was happening to me that was going to ruin my conversation with you. It was something that was happening for me. So even in this moment, I could say, that's what it looks like to change your life. I did it in 10 minutes. Mm. I shifted emotionally and energetically by just going, this is, this is not by surprise. I'm not rejecting it. I'm going, what do I need to understand? And I'm shifting into it. So how did you do it? Give us, give us the rundown, the practice. There is a strategy and I actually taught it to you all. And I teach it in my conscious leader mastermind. It's called let it go. The letting go strategy. Mm-hmm. And it's by, um, I think his name is Dr. David Hawkins. And so many times what we do when we feel negative emotions, we think they're an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. All emotions, all feelings have information. And what feelings want to do, feelings want to flow through you. They don't want to stay in you. They are just meant to be recognized so that you can get conscious to them. But often we'll go, oh my gosh, I'm feeling overwhelmed, but this is going to ruin my moment with Allie. So let me repress, suppress, or we surface level express. We just go, get down out of here. You're so annoying. Mm -hmm. Overwhelm. The strategy is actually called let it go. So I laid down on the floor and I said, what am I feeling? And I just let it all come to the surface. I said, I'm feeling afraid. I'm feeling anxious. I employ people. Um, You know, if you guys don't know this, my husband's life has totally changed as a result of me changing mine, he quit his job. He's a volunteer for a living. He's like for aerial recovery group. We're talking about when he's going back to Poland to save more orphans. And are we going to pay for that? And all the things, all, I just let it all swirl. I was honest with the fact that I, in this moment, I'm feeling overwhelmed. And the strategy is you acknowledge what it is. You let it come all the way up without wanting it to be anything different or trying to minimize it. Mm. So I just was honest. Sometimes I will write that out and admit those feelings. Sometimes I just am present with it in my mind. And it's so cool. You need to be with that feeling as long as it needs to be there. And then all of a sudden it was just done. It was like, it just needed to be admitted. Like, hi, I see you fear. It's okay. Yes, we're scared. And then all of a sudden on the other end of letting the feeling flow through you was automatic peace. I was just like, okay, relief. It, it happened immediately. That happened in 10 minutes. And so all of a sudden I said, I see you fear. I see you overwhelming anxiety. I'm not doing anything with you. You can be here. Mm-hmm. And I let them move through me. And all of a sudden I was just like, okay, I'm here. But that the repressing and the suppressing of the truth of what we think and feel and know that's what's keeping us e-break on in our life. Mm. It's what's making things harder is the fact that we're not even willing to admit those things. And so that little strategy makes me powerful because I let it do what it's supposed to do. Yeah. I, I haven't told the story about my suitcase. Oh my gosh, please tell it. 
Okay. Oh my gosh, this is the perfect time. You have to tell it. It's the yeah. perfect time because I did this. And this was the first time I've ever experienced this consciously. And I understood what happened and it changed. I mean, God, I have said that so many, like it's so many things that changed for me at this, at this retreat, but this was something that I, I was so blindsided by. So, okay, here's what happened. Haven't shared this because there's been so good. I, I haven't even felt the need yeah. to bring up like the one, what initially felt like a negative, but now I look back in hindsight, I'm like, okay, that happened for me, of course. So we get to the BVIs, we get to the St. Thomas airport and we're all hugging and we're all so excited. And I'm meeting these women, so many of these incredible women for the first time. And I'm hugging Kelly for the first time in 10 years. And we all go collectively to get our bags and everybody is like one by one getting their bag. And I have the thought like, man, wouldn't it suck if my bag didn't show up? <laughs> and sure enough, the carousel stops and I don't have my bag. So we go long story short, my bag is in Dallas, Texas. I live in Tennessee and my connecting flight was in North Carolina. So how it got to Dallas, not quite sure, but it is not in St. Thomas. So anyway, I don't have my bag and yet all the thoughts starts where I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? I am, I'm about to go to this incredible experience. I don't have any of my things. I don't have my toothbrush, my face wash, my, my clothes. I bought like all these fun beach clothes. And we had these, these theme nights that I have butterfly clips for and you know, so I start stressing. I was like, you know what? I bet it'll be here tomorrow. No big deal. Okay. So I handle it. It's all good. Everybody's like, oh, you're handling this so well. I was like, yeah, aren't I great? And <laughs> so, because, and, and the, the, the guy was like, yeah, we have a flight coming in from Dallas at 1 PM tomorrow, 3 PM or whatever. So it'll likely be there. They could not confirm that for some reason. So we'll call you. So I was like, cool, I, I can handle a day. No big deal. I have 20, 20 plus women here. I'm good. So the next day comes, 3 p.m. comes and goes, no phone call. We can't get a hold of anybody. Long story short, it is like the end of the second day. I don't know where my bag is. I've been borrowing clothes from women. I hate asking people for things and feeling like an inconvenience. I've been using like this crappy toothpaste and I'm just like, and, and we have our second theme night and it was nineties night. And, and again, I had this perfect outfit and like, everybody's going to change and I have nothing. I have nothing. And I'm finally to the point where I'm like, I need to hold it together because there's all of these women around and I'm, I'm a leader among these other leaders but I just want to cry. Like I'm so frustrated. I want my stuff. And I went up to Kelly's room and I lost it. I just cried. And I was like, I feel so I said, I said, what are you feeling? And you said, I feel like I just want to cry. And I said, so what if you did? Mm -hmm. And then you just cried. I just cried. And I was, and I felt silly about it. I was like, I'm at this beautiful retreat. Everybody, everybody's being so kind and offering me all the things like I don't want for anything, but like, I want my stuff, you know? And, and I was just, I just let it out. Mm -hmm. And you were so awesome in that moment. You're like, I get it. I would feel the same. Everybody would feel the same. And, and I got it out. And I want to tell you before this, 
I had considered not like, like not going to theme night because I I didn't want to go run around and borrow some clothes. I was going to show up in the same leggings and black workout top, you know, and I was just like, it's not going to be fun. What if I just like, I'm tired anyway, that's what the old me would have done. Wow. That hundred percent. Wow. Old me would have been victim, like boo-hoo, five-year-old. I'm just going to sit this one out because I can't participate versus going and make the best of the situation because that felt so hard in the moment. Yeah. But I, I let, I moved through that emotion. I let it go and instantly felt better. And it we was had gone. the most epic night. We had the most epic night. I got a couple of butterfly clips from a friend <laughs> and we... <laughs> from Michelle. And I, I threw on a, a jean jacket. I was like, whatever, this will work. Yeah. And, and I went out there and because I had done that, I was, I was totally different. I was like, it still sucks, but who, you know, I'm, I'm going to make the best of this. I'm not going to miss this moment. And we danced and we sang to all, you know, all these, you know, Spice Girls and in sync. And it was such an amazing night. And my bag came the following night. So I had my bag and my things for at least the last full day which was perfect. But yeah, I just, it was the perfect example of what you had taught. I think you taught that that day. I know. And it was crazy. No, I think I ended up teaching it the very next day. But anyway, I I, I remember saying it to you and I was just like, how do you, how are you really feeling? Just, I said, you need to let it go. And you were like, I just feel like I want to cry and this is stupid and it sucks. And I just had beautiful things. And like, you finally said what, what you really felt which all of us would have felt, but suppressing it was keeping you in suffering Mm -hmm. because you were trying to have what I call toxic positivity. Like, oh, here I am having a good attitude, but actually underneath I'm weighed down by the fact that I'm just actually super disappointed because this would have been fun Mm -hmm. if I had my stuff. And so when you finally just said it, all of a sudden it was just like, like I literally watched you take this deep breath afterwards and you're like, okay, I think I'm going to put on some mascara. (laughs) And you got some butterfly clips and you came down, but let's stay conscious here for a minute. You would have lost the rest of that evening, Mm -hmm. the whole entire experience, the bonding, the, the fun or whatever. That's the thing. We don't even know what it ends up costing us, Mm -hmm. but until you get to the other side, right? The dots never connect looking forward, only looking back. And it's like, wow, just that one little strategy of learning how to be conscious, leading yourself. That's where conscious leader comes from. Now you have a tool set. Now you have evidence. Now you know how to get yourself through moments and you will lose some plenty of moments along the way. Mm-hmm. But even being conscious to them afterwards, where did I lose that today? Okay, good. I'll be better about that next time. Mm-hmm. That, ha- I, that has me redeeming the moment I lost. Mm-hmm. So I don't even lose it if I learn from it. Ah. Uh. That's so good. That's so good. So instead of feeling guilty, you learn from it. Cool. That was an opportunity that I kind of, I missed my shot. Yeah. And, and how, how might I do that better? Okay. This is what, how I'd act next time. This is what I would do. So you can win the moments that you won and you can win the moments by learning the lesson. And these are the ways that all the different things that we're wanting in our lives come to be because we learn how to be her. We are showing up as her over and over, more confident with, with less effort, more flow over and over. It's just that process of becoming her. And it's just the way we want it to be some other way. It was not even the retreat. 
that had that happen for you. It was the fact that Allie gave herself over to the things I was inviting her into. She could have sat there and just enjoyed the beautiful weather and the view. It was that she allowed herself to say, what's coming up for me? Mm-hmm. What's true for me? And because of that, she's she is transformed. Every single one of those women had this emotional experience that was transformational. And I say this often, these things are a product. Everything I create is because I wish I had it. And I remember bending to fit and making so many other people admire me and adore me and love me. And I would go home to my own life and be in suffering. I'd be in debt. I'd be in a less than exceptional marriage. I wasn't the mom I wanted to be. My There was always something with my body, my weight, my business, whatever. And you know, if they aren't carrying the weight of your world, they don't get to tell you how to carry it. Mm-hmm. That means you got to pick up the bag and figure out the best way to hold it for yourself. And I crave this moment every single night. It's how I knew I was showing up as her is when I would rest my head on my pillow at night saying, I'm really doing it. Mm-hmm. That moment where you're proud alone by yourself. And all we really have is the impact that we leave here and the experience we created in our time on earth. And I, I don't want to keep missing the experience. I want more women having those inhale, exhale moments of, of sense of pride and self-ownership and enjoyment. And so from the way they build their business to the way that they show up uh, in their daily lives, that's what I'm interested in. And that's where conscious leader came from. I mean, you just, we need to have you back (laughs) every month, just to pour into us, just to give us, remind us again. Okay. Bring us, bring us back. Take us to church, Kelly Brock. Tell us what we need to do. And I think my favorite thing that you've said is, you know, it's these tiny imperceivable shifts. Mm -hmm but they turn into these tiny little shifts can turn into quantum leaps. And that's how you became a woman who was a guest on an Island to then hosting your very first retreat on a private Island. This is how you became friends with a billionaire. You claim, you said, I'm going to be her friend (laughs) and and you made it happen. And, you know, and that's, that's how she got here. That's, that's exactly. and, And everything you've created in your life. So Thank you so much again for just leading by example mm-hmm. and genuinely sharing where you're at, no matter what that looks like, because you're so good at saying, Hey, I'm struggling right now. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I missed, I missed her today. Mm-hmm. Here's how I'm course correcting. You do such a beautiful job. And if you don't follow Kelly again, we'll link all the things you have to follow her because her story, everything, just the way you show up and what you've created. I'm I'm not surprised knowing who you are because who you are is she and she is the type of woman who builds conscious leader and who does what you do. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been so freaking incredible. 
My last question for you, besides where can people find you, is where do you see Kelly Brock Co. in the next five years? Such a good question. Kelly Brock Co. is much bigger. It is expansive in its reach and impact. Um, you know, the, the destination, the vision is cloudy clear. It's like, you know, you ha- you're headed in the right direction. I always say it's like headlights on a car. Like I can see what I can see and I'm just doing my best to get there. How it unfolds, I don't care. Um, I'm an author. Mm-hmm. I am a speaker. I am energetically shifting every single room that I'm in. I have empowered other women to do the same so that we are able to make a collective mark on women to have them not just trusting us, but trusting themselves and becoming the authentic authors of their own story. Because I realized we're writing our own stories and we might as well, might as well write like the most epic one. Yes. Right. And so- yes. That's what we're doing. It's bigger, it's more effective, it's more powerful, it's more collective. And all the ways that we get there, there's no achievements right now, you know, marked on there because I'm really actually enjoying the journey right now. And I'm taking a lot on how I'm getting here because I'm just turning around and going, okay, y'all, I figured out something else. (laughs) Now here's the next thing we're doing to, to become her. So I'm just enjoying the adventure. Um, and the process of it. And that's just made me a lot less rushed and a lot more impactful because I'm sensing all the things that I need to be right now. And I like it. Well, we like it too. (laughs) Thank you again. And how can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Kelly Brock, and you can go to our website, Kelly Brock Co. You can hear about all the different ways that we are empowering women from their life to their business um, to, you know, shifting into becoming a conscious leader. Um, We're excited about all the things that are coming. So if you have found yourself leaning into this message, you know, I've built my business being a whole human and what I want to say is if you're leaning in, you're feeling yourself pulled, the, my request is actually two things. One, screenshot this and share it. Mm-hmm. If this episode made a difference to you, there's someone else in your world who needs to hear real human women talking about what this process looks like. Please share it. And the second thing is DM me. Mm-hmm. Because just like Ali and I had this real heartfelt conversation, I would love to have that with you. And if something resonated It is my joy to speak to people and to actually voice to voice, talk to them. And so I would love to connect and to hear who you are and how I might be able to best support you or encourage you no matter where that is in your life. So those are my favorite places to connect. Beautiful. And we'll link all the things. And you mentioned a freebie earlier, so we'll get that from you too. So yeah, just go to the show notes and I'll be posting links and things on Instagram as well, but just reach out to Kelly. She is exactly how she is now is exactly how she is on Instagram is exactly how she will respond to you in DMS. Just like you've known her your whole life and, and you want to know her. So Kelly Brock, thank you for letting us know you and, and for shining your light.
thank you. Can I ask you a question before we get off? Yes. So I was telling Allie before we got here, all of our listeners, I was like, I know that your listeners just like literally wait to hear more from you because she's, she's just a presence. She's a whole presence. And I'm curious, how do you see how you've shifted? How is this now shift up, shifting your family, your impact, your reach? Like what has be, what have you become more aware of mm. since witnessing your own truth in conscious leader? So many things. I think one, where I'm wasting time, Mm. where I'm buffering, where I am, it's not, I'm not somebody who, who is practiced at experiencing emotion. I'd rather avoid it. Mm. So now that I, you know, I'm that, what I learned and what I've seen just from, from that part of the experience has shifted me because old patterns and old things that I would do is pick up my phone Mm. and scroll or work Mm. or turn on a show versus allowing things to come to the surface and look at them instead of actually being conscious about, okay, what did I do well today? What, what am I proud of? And what could I do better tomorrow? I didn't ask those questions. So that for sure, these tiny imperceivable shifts also just like this whole holistic idea about my life and, and how it impacts my business, right? Like I'm so business focused. I'm so passionate with my business And of course, I'm so in love with my husband and my family, but the way that I've been showing up is, is how, you know, you, you described this so well at the retreat is like, you noticed that when you would open your planner, it was all business things. You know, you didn't have date nights or, you know, things scheduled and that that's me hundred percent. So just being more conscious because I know like if, if Chris and I weren't good, if Cruz in a few years, had a weird thought about me, I would, I would be crumbs on the floor. I wouldn't be able to show up powerful in my business. So just taking a step back and slowing down and realizing like, again, you're, you're so right. What's the rush. It's the journey anyway. And the more that you enjoy yourself and embrace your life, it, the contradiction is the faster you end up going. And I've seen this and, you know, you're, you're a living example of this yourself. So it's those things that I came home and I have like this new appreciation for a routine and a new appreciation for how I navigate conversations with Chris, which I'm still working on and my patience with crews and even like my presence with the women that I'm working with. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I think it can all be summed up as more present, which I could not be more thankful of, which ironically enough is tattooed on my wrist. <laughs> Calling you in. Go figure, be present. But, but yeah, I would say those are the, just, just a few of the many, many that come to mind. And Ali, just think about this. Like, think about how much you've already accomplished. That's giving you joy by doing. Mm. Yeah. What yeah. is going to be possible for you in your life when you shift into being and making doing happen from that space? Yeah. Like 
this is what you've already accomplished. And it's only going to turn up as you are even more aligned and authentic. Um, it magnifies. So that future should excite you. Cause I remember being like, God, I don't want to slow down. I actually love my work. I yeah. love, I love creating. I, my, I don't have a desire to just be a mom or just be a wife. Um, in those ways, there would be something missing in my soul mm-hmm. when I realized it was actually about my clear aligned path to do that. What feels good for me? What's that cadence? And when I live in that, I'm untouchable. Mm-hmm. I am so energized and aligned. So I just want to just reflect that back. Like now only imagine what's possible. Oh, I know. I've already seen shifts. I've already seen a, a change in magnetism. I mean, just since I've gotten home without even trying, yeah. I can't, I've gotten, I mean, just women are coming out of the woodwork, talking about the podcast, reaching out to work. And, and I know it's like, I have, I am aware. I know this is why, because something has shifted in me in the way. And it just, your magnetism is real. Your frequency, your energy, what you put out is real. People can perceive it, whether you believe it or not. And I've always believed that. And, and something has shifted in me and I'm seeing in real time, the fruits of that, which is, which is great because now it's, it's, um, reinforcing this idea of like, I, I can, I can slow down. I can be present. I don't have to get it all in, done in a day. I can be happy, whatever that looks like in this moment. And it's going to look different each day. Yeah. So woo, good stuff. Hey. Well, this was amazing. I can't wait to come back. And yeah, I also can't wait for us to have a year reflection from now and be like, oh my gosh, yes. this has happened. It's going to be epic. <laughs> going to be insane. Insane. Well, listen, go find Kelly Brock. I'm telling you, get in her world, get in her programs. It is, it is life-changing to the fullest. And I'm so thankful for you. And I know so many people are just thankful for this time and this conversation. So keep doing you, baby. Same. Love you, friend. Love you. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Reeves. And or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.